Hello, I'm Patricia, welcoming you to the Haiku P podcast. It's episode five of the second series this week, and there's a lot to tell you about. At the moment, there's a bit of a storm happening outside my window, so if you hear rain lashing against the window panes, really sorry, but it adds a bit of atmosphere, doesn't it? Now, as I promised in the last episode, I'm going to review Tim Gardner's new book of Haibun, The Flintnapper's Ghost. Then I'd like to introduce Renku, otherwise known as Linked Verse, to the podcast, and ask you to join me and see if together we can complete a 22-verse Renku over the coming months. And last but not least, I'd like to introduce you to a new poet to the community, Andy Sire. But before I get started, I promised Veronica Hosking that I would remind people that this month, March, is Cerebral Palsy Awareness Month. If you'd like to know more, then Veronica has shared a link with me, which I will put on the show notes. Now, let me tell you a little about Tim's book, The Flintknapper's Ghost, a book of Haibun. As I write this, I wonder, is flintknapping only a British thing? Probably not, but just in case, let me tell you what it is. It's the process of chipping away material from high silica stones like flint to produce sharp objects or tools, like, for example, arrowheads or building materials. And you certainly find many churches in the area around London that I was brought up in which have used flint in the fabric of the building. Be interesting to know, is it a thing where you come from? But now back to Tim's book of Haibun. Perhaps before I start, I should make it clear I don't benefit in any way should you go ahead and buy Tim's book. As many of you will know, Tim is a regular contributor to the Haiku P podcast. I very much enjoy his work, which so often displays his love for nature. So when I heard that he had published a book of Haibun, I was excited to get my hands on a copy. If you're thinking that you have no idea what Haibun is, and could not therefore appreciate the work, I'd say to you, don't worry. Tim opens his book with an introduction to the history and technique of the art form, which I think will be sufficient for any beginner. There are 40 haibun in this book, and they cover a lot of ground, from the transition from childhood through to death, and many of the highs and lows in between. Writing haiku, as you know, doesn't really allow you to indulge in the embellishment of a poem as it does with Western poetry. It relies on a certain minimalism in its form to allow the reader to use their imagination. That's not the case with Haibun. It's a mixture of prose and haiku. And the prose allows Tim the freedom to express his absolute love for the landscape. Let me read you a few sentences of his prose, just an example which comes from the Haibun, The Witch's Tree, and I hope you can feel that you're with Tim, as I did. Its bough arches over the silver sheen of the pasture. Somewhere in the hawthorn thicket, a gravestone rests on its side. I peer over the crumbling brick wall, barbed wire preventing my ingress into the old churchyard. It's quite lovely, isn't it? But let's not forget the haiku element of the book. It contains many strong haiku, and perhaps I can read you a couple so you can get a taste. 
sheet lightning, filling the dark space between memories. Apple blossom, futile confetti bears no fruit. So to conclude, the book flows gently through the highbun, evoking a mixture of emotions and displaying a range of skills that make the book a thoroughly enjoyable read. A book I'll dip into time and time again. Nice work, Tim. And if you'd like to get a copy, I'll put the details of how to buy it in the show notes. So now to Renku, or linked verse. This art form has been around from the days of Basho, who was himself a Renku master. But what is it? Well, in brief, it's the collaborative writing of linked verse. In the days before the internet, people would of course meet in a social situation. But now we have other options, other opportunities. We can go global and can write them together over the internet. Which is what I hope we can do over the next few months. Are you up for it? I hope so. For our first go, I would like to try a 22-verse Renku. From what I've read, Renku in the whole should be thought of as a three-part piece, much like a concerto or a three-act play. I like the way Jane Reichel describes it, like a dinner party. In the first movement, a group of strangers have a stilted conversation as they get to know each other. In the second, the wine has flowed, tongues are looser, there are flights of fancy and laughter and a little bit of nonsense. And in the third movement, things are wrapping up, new friends have been made, and people are leaving. I'll put the rules on the Poetry P website, but this, in brief, is what I'm working with at the moment. The Renku takes the form of a three-line haiku, no more than 17 syllables, followed by a response of two lines, no more than 14. Sounds simple enough, but that's when it gets a little bit more complicated. We need to link and shift the verses. So, each new verse should link to the previous one. The new verse should shift the Renku onto new material when compared to the previous but one verse. How can we link? We can link it through objects, physical associations between objects, space or time. We can link it with meaning linkages, linking words in adjacent verses, perhaps using association, comparison or contra contrast. And we can use it by something called scent linkages, linking the emotion or the mood. Shifting, I think, is self-explanatory, but what I would ask is that at least in the first movement, the shift is not too extreme. Oh, and another thing, we shouldn't use a noun that's already been used in, a, in an existing verse. There will be more, but for today's writing challenge, I think that's enough. So let's get started. I received two haiku from Giddy Nielsen Sweep and Robert Horobin, which I thought would make an excellent start to what I'd like to try and achieve. The first hoku is from Giddy. The second haiku is Robert's, and I've added the two two-line responses. So here goes. Cold sun, ageing reflections on orange snowflake. 
the world turns a half-frozen ball. Over the hill, now I look forward to the sunset. In the valley, footprints in the dew. And you'll find this on the website under the Renku heading. So let's deconstruct this a little bit. I've linked verse 2 to verse 1 using object linking. The idea of ageing in time and space. Giddy has used the word ageing and I've linked it with the turning of the world. Or perhaps you could also say I've linked the two verses using the season winter. Verses 2 and 3 are linked by the association of movement, the world turning, and the person in verse 3 having moved over the hill. Verse 3 needs to make a shift between it and verse 1. This it does by shifting the mood from one of melancholy to one of hope. As we're still in the first movement, or the Joe of our Renku, we shouldn't be making huge shifts, just baby ones. Verse 4 links with 3, again in physical space. When you go over a hill, you usually find something resembling a dip or a valley. It could also be said to have a contrast in meaning between hill and valley. It's definitely shifted the Renku onwards from verse 2. We're in a different physical environment. The world is no longer frozen. It's damp with dew. Now, what I would ask of you is to compose a three-line haiku that links with verse 4 but makes a shift from verse 3. Oh, and it should also make a reference to the moon. Apparently that's a rule for verse 5. The deadline for your fifth moon verse is the 31st of March, please. I'm looking forward to reading where your imagination takes you. If you need help, just email me. This week, I'm pleased to introduce a new poet to the podcast, Andy Sire. I thought it would be a good week to introduce him because Andy is a writer of solo-linked verse. He is now retired, but he's done some really interesting jobs in his time. The one that excited me was private investigator, probably because I have some romantic notion of what that entails through reading all those crimmies that I read. He's often very philosophical in his approach to his writing, as we'll see during the year. And it's little wonder, because he's read the works of many of the ancient philosophers. He wrote me a piece which explains his attitude to haiku. Precise and direct, in the rhythms of haiku, my thoughts are expressed. But today I'd like to give you a sample of his linked verse, which is inspired by his time in the Marines. And I'll add a link to his blog in the show notes so you can read a bit more. The piece is called Bird Dog. Ageless cautions sent to the wise and the foolish, forethought, afterthought. Awareness on the embracing random resolve of fate's three sisters. Ancient challenges, inherent motivations, correct impulses. Thank you for allowing me to share that, Andy. 
So that's it for this week. My thanks to Tim Gardner and Andy Sire for featuring this week, and to Giddy and Robert for letting me use their haiku to start what I hope will be a 22-verse renku. But of course, that can only happen with your help. So please, have a go and send me your moon verses by the end of March. Thanks, as always, to everyone for sending me their submissions. The deadline for the music podcast is coming up fast, and that's the 11th of March. Thanks to everyone who submitted so far, and I hope there'll be more submissions before the deadline passes. Don't forget, I take general submissions too, so I can feature some poets in between the special podcasts. I'm always very grateful to you for coming along and listening to the podcast, and I love to hear your feedback, so keep it coming. Until we meet again in a couple of weeks, take care and keep writing. Don't forget there will be links to all the bits and pieces I've mentioned on the podcast today. If something's missing, just send me an email or tweet to me at the Poetry P and I'll sort it out. And just another thing, if you're on Instagram, please follow me and I'll follow you back. You'll find me at P-Logic. Ciao.